Another edition of the Basic Foundation Show. I'm TC here with you of Gem of Jesus, Sons of Thunder. And man, we're having an awesome time on the Basic Foundation thus far. And I want to say good evening to everybody. Pray all is well with you all. On this is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice in being sitting glad in it. And uh, we're going to talk about a few things tonight. Uh, you know, Mike, you know, we're going to delve into some subjects as always and stuff like that. Also, I want to get to some of the artists if the artist is going to call in and, uh, for the show, part of the showcase that we didn't get a chance to do for some of them to we'll talk about their music as well. So we'll try to get all that in this evening, as well as you know, talk about some great topics and things that's going on right now in the industry. So we do want to let you know, any of our calls, do have a new number for you guys. I'm still kind of learning it, so you all have to forgive me and I have to go ahead and uh, get it for you guys because you know I try to remember by heart, and I usually do, but uh, this time it's two numbers, so I have to... Uh, I know the, the meeting ID and everything as well. But actually, if you do this, I, what I'm finding out is that if you just download the app on uh, on your Google Play or iTunes, you go to Zoom, the name of the, uh, the, the software you're using is called Zoom, and you can actually go ahead and uh, sign up. My meeting ID is 284-112-8390. If you go ahead and do that and actually do that, we can actually have you uh, chime in anytime during the broadcast. You can do it that way. Of course, you know, you don't want to dial out the numbers and things like that. You can actually do it right through your smartphone. And I think that's an awesome way of uh, communicating as well. But if you do want to call in, the number to call is area code 408-638-0968. Get us 408-638-0968. Or you can call 646-556-8856. Again, that's 646-556-8856. I want to say 8656. Access code is 284-112-8390. 
Again, that's 284-112-8390. One second, good evening. Uh, is that Pam? Yeah. Hey, how you doing this evening, ma'am? I'm good. How are you? We praising the Lord this evening, having a great time. Here by, it's just us so far getting into the call, but, uh, you know, we're just, uh, just starting the show. Glad to have you on, as always. Okay, glad to be here. Good stuff. And, uh, you know, we talked about a lot of things last week as well. And, uh, oh, okay, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, we talked about a lot of things uh, last week. And Actually, I can send you the uh, show. Anytime you miss the show, we do have it on the uh, descriptions now, so we can actually uh, click on the link and actually listen or download it for you, you know, at your person as well. So I can either send it to you on Facebook or you know, something like that as well. We can we can link up and get it to get get it to you if you'd like to listen to it. Mm. Good stuff. So we're gonna be talking about a few things tonight. Like I said, uh get to uh you know, we're seeing a lot of things talking more about marketing and things like that. And we're gonna talk about value. How what is your value? How much do you value what you do? We're you know, talking about that tonight as well. And let me ask you this, how, how's how's mm. your, how's everything progressing with the, the single and things like that this far? It's coming. It's coming. It's coming along. Uh, uh, doing the final stage of the uh, uh, mastering, I think. Yeah, okay. uh, that that'll be done on Thursday. Okay. And then from there, it's, it's honoring. I mean, not honoring, but getting my, my the bundles, ordering the getting my uh, covers and everything ready for. Uh, you know, I guess distributing or. You know, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know, ordering the the covers for the CD. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's just the final stage of the mastering, and then ordering the bundles, Good and st- then from there. Okay. Yeah. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait to hear everything yeah. as well. You you getting the, you getting it done? <laughs> you getting it done? Is this you getting it done? So that's a good thing. Getting it done. Um, um, I'm listening to a program today concerning uh, Dare to Dream. So one of the most one of the things important about your destiny and dreaming is to be patient mm-hmm. and not to, to rush. Just be patient, and uh, which I, I received that. And uh, um, and, and the, the young lady that's producing uh, the record also um, my CD. I shared that also. She said to be patient, and uh, and I receive it because you can get really stressed mm-hmm. and yeah. whatever. And uh, uh, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> so faith and patience are here at the promise. It's a good place. It's a good place to be. Yeah, well, you learn it too. Mm-hmm. And I said faith and patience are here at the promise. So the thing is that you you are learning how to be patient. And, you know, with this thing, you have to be patient yeah. in this music industry. Good stuff. Once again, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. I can't wait. Like I said, I can't wait to hear the single as well. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Once again, good evening, Mr. Harris. How you doing, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. Good evening to everyone that's on the call. Good evening. Yes, sir. It's just asking pounds thus far, and everybody else is coming in as well. I see you had a, a you know a great time down at Union Station today. Yeah, we had a meeting. Uh, with uh, Yolanda, you know, we're trying to work and help, you know, help with that team. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. That's good stuff. Good stuff. So, so it was good. Yeah, we had a good time down there, you know, 
he has some family down there as well. So um, they were in D.C. for the weekend, you know, attending some other stuff as well. So we decided to take advantage of it and have a meeting. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. It's good, good to see the support was there. You know. Oh, absolutely. You know what? Absolutely. Uh, so who, you, who else you got? Who else you got on the call tonight? So far, it's just me, you, and Pam. Pam is on the line as well. We talk about her single and how she's okay. prepared, prepared and everything for it, everything, getting all her, you know, our stuff printed up and everything like that as well. So she's on the line as well. Oh, so she, oh, she's getting ready, Pam is getting ready to release her record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. I think she mentioned that before. Yeah, y'all yeah. talked last week, and she's mm-hmm. actually about the songwriting. Uh, you know, it's all right for some other people. Oh, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good news. Yes, sir. Uh, tonight, I want to talk about value. Um, I've been, uh, I, I've seen a few Facebook Live uh, talking about, you know, saying a lot of people are, you know, have expertise. You know, you don't have expertise in a certain thing, but on the same means, you have to value them. Uh, talking about value in the sense of, you know, from the artist's standpoint and from the information that you receive. You know, I've been uh, seeing a lot of things lately. A lot of people are talking. And I kind of want to delve into it because, <clears throat> you know, I was talking to an artist. Uh, I, did, I interviewed an artist, uh, I think it was, th- was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday. And, uh, you know, the young man was anointed. I'm going to have him on the show real quick, quick you know, real, real soon. But he was talking about, you know, some of the same things we were talking about. He's a new artist. Really ain't so new, but he, he talked about a lot of things we talked about. And I think one thing, one thing he, that struck out to me, he was saying as far as the value. And I know Kevin James talked about it. We kind of talk about it on this call a lot. But, you know, saying what is missing in the value, I guess is what I'm saying as far as where, um, you know, where where emerging artists stand. Because I'm, and I'm having a lot of conversations with people. A lot of people want to come together and do things and things like that. But if we come together to do some things, you know, in what we're trying to do, where is the value of what we're trying to do? And I think that's where a lot of people are, are as far as the reason why I think a lot of people haven't came together and connected uh, with, you know, trying to make things better. To me personally, that's what I've been seeing. That's what I've been gathering from a lot of people I've had conversations with as far as talking about this industry, especially on the gospel side and talking about where it's going. And not to discourage anybody or be a damper to somebody, but... You know, we were talking about how, you know, consumers are key. You know, we talk, we've been talking about consumers as far as getting more consumers involved, things like that. And I know, Mr. Harris, you know, you probably can attest to this as well, that, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people are going to streaming versus buying things now. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, and the numbers, the numbers and the statistics bear that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would agree with that. Um, I I was just posting up on Facebook the other day when I made a reference to uh, radio and how radio treats up and coming any emergent and independent artists. But um, and then I posted the story that came with it was about the six the well. 75 million subscribers that Spotify has mm-hmm. have. And, you know, and I was saying, okay, what is it that they are doing 
that radio is not doing that causes 75 million people to subscribe to a service and but they won't turn on a radio that costs them nothing except the power that's power in the radio. You can turn it on, it's not going to cost you anything. But you talk about value. Mm-hmm. Value is, in a sense, it's a regard for something that either you, that you deserve or, you know, that, that is important to you. Mm-hmm that's worth something mm-hmm. that has some type of usefulness mm-hmm. or, you know, it could be, it could be flipped and say, Hey, it could determine how someone acts the value. You, what, what are your values? What are your life values? What are your values that you, that was instilled in you growing up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What what was instilled in you in, in growing up, mm-hmm. and so so those those things evidently. What is that? That's a lot of noise, huh? Oh, that, that's that Jermaine. Mickey just came in. What's up, Jermaine? Hey, what's going on, my DJ? Yeah, yeah, work. He got a lot of noise. What he what he bring the Flintstones with him or something? He got a lot of noise. With him. <laughs> no, ever dabble do. No, I'm actually at work. See, I'm, I'm oh, okay. at work in the okay. same time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I I'll mute myself. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. No, no, I'm too bad. I'm just messing with you, man. But um, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. So that's. That's what it is. It's the value of something. And just on a quick side note, TC, and I don't want to be too long in mm-hmm. what you was asking me, but mm-hmm. on a quick side note, I went to an award show this weekend, and I think I posted it up on Facebook. You had this group. You had this great choir, and they were all dressed up in black dresses, mm-hmm. and the men had on black pants, black tie shirts, and you know, everybody was dressed, and all the musicians were, were dressed nice, except for one. Mm-hmm. There was a, the keyboard player had on a green T-shirt and shorts, mm. <laughs> playing, at a, playing at an award show. Wow. See, that, that right there, that right there, I don't care how desperately you need a keyboard player your group should have been able to sing acapella without them, if you if you wanted to. You could have cut the number of songs, and a couple of songs that sung acapella. Mm-hmm. Why would you be at an award show when a person in the back is doing a video, they're filming the award show, and the stage is a small stage, and you got this guy up there with a green tea. It's on Facebook. I posted it. Mm-hmm. And the choir probably get upset with me, but I was trying to make a point. Mm-hmm. And the point is, you value your group to dress up for this event. And you told them, we want everybody to be in uniform. So they all come dressed up, and you came out there, and you were sounding good. And you got this guy off to the side in a green T-shirt and short. There's no value there. Mm. Right then and there, you have sliced into the value of your group. Mm. Because you don't think it was worth enough or that it was important enough 
to make sure that that guy was there in uniform, even if he had to borrow somebody's shirt from the back. He could have just borrowed somebody's shirt and pants or covered, put a, you know, put a handkerchief on his pants, just like, some, you know, how the women sit on the pulpit or whatever. They put this cover yeah, up. Lap cloth, yeah. Lap cloth. He could have did any of that. Or, or they could have moved him to the back. Hmm. See, so this is the value that we're dealing with in gospel music. And it's not gospel as a whole. It's just that you're going to see it sporadically spread out either through Facebook videos, social media posts, arguments, music. All of this is affecting the value. So that's why we can't really sit down and come together because if all of those groups that was at this award show had a went to one particular spot, like we do sometimes with a conference mm-hmm. to go and eat mm-hmm. somewhere, then we could have had a powwow session and we could have brought that up. Mm-hmm. And we maybe could have brought that to their attention. Mm-hmm. And say, so, you know, commanding the stage takes more than just singing. Mm-hmm. You've got to command the stage on what you're dressed with, you got to get rid of all the water bottles. Stop your group from coming out. Everybody bring out a water bottle and set it at your feet. All of that is in the shot of the video. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are values. Okay. That's good stuff. Once I get even to Rissy Ted, how you doing, man? Hi. How is everyone this evening? Doing good. Hello, Rissy. Okay. Uh, just to let you know, we're talking about value this evening. We're talking about value. And, uh, you know, what? it's interesting that you said that. Um, you know, and I, I agree with you. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you're doing a presentation, you have to represent. And, uh, you know, especially when you're on video and things like that, it has to be, you know, uniform and decently in order. So I, I'm with you on that part. I was talking to my good friend Kenny Troy today, and uh, we was talking about value today as well. And what he was saying is that he said he did a survey to see how many people, consumers really actually go look for music. You know, he did like a survey and just asked him where they go, you know. And he said he had one uh, one of his friends, you know, that he uh, talked to. And he was saying basically that they went to, uh, you know, he said, he asked, you know, where will you search for your music and stuff like that. And the first thing they said was Pandora. He said, you know, well, I go to Pandora. And uh, when I go there, you know, I can't find the song. And he always asked, you know, he said, okay, well, you know, they, they, go to, you know they, they go to Spotify, they can't find the song. They go to iTunes, they can't find the song. Uh, you know, saying certain some, certain major major uh, search engines for music and things like that, and he was saying basically that you know you ever try to go to the person's website and things like that, and he's oh man, I ain't got time for that stuff and things like that. <clears throat> and I thought about it. I said, well, wow. I said, you know, a lot of consumers that's out here don't really take it seriously. They really, you know, they really like the song, write the songs. And me personally, and I know for me personally, I go search for it, Google it, find it, whatever I got to do. That's me personally, but everybody's not there. And I and, and I can tell them as well, and I still say this as well, that I think that a lot of consumers, even though you know a lot of people know about the internet, a lot of people know about internet radio, a lot of people know about certain other iTunes and things like that, a lot of people still don't, they still like prefer CDs, don't really search the internet for music as much as well. So how do we get consumers to value the internet? Well, let me, let me well, the consumer... Let me just respond to that. Sure. The average the average consumer values the internet. It's just certain segments of the music industry that don't value the internet. And let me tell you 
I mean, give you, I, try, I try to support these narratives with real life experiences. Sure. TC. Sure. Okay. A couple of days, a couple of days ago, um, there was an art. We was, I was talking to the artist group, their manager of the group, and they had sold, uh, I think they sold 113 units. They sold 113 albums or see, you know, whatever you want to call it, CDs or whatever, mm. 113 units. And Billboard told them that they missed the threshold, the chart on Billboard. Mm. So they wouldn't tell them what the threshold was. So I said, okay, I'm going to call them because I've developed a rapport with them. So I could call Billboard and talk to the assistant chart manager or the chart manager. So I called him and he said, and he said, he said, yeah, they dismissed the um, the threshold by uh, seven seven units. If they had sold seven more units, they would have been at least number twenty five on the Billboard. So instead of them being number twenty five, Jacqueline Carr was number twenty five. Mm-hmm. Make a long story short, he also said to me, he said, the gospel music sale numbers are so low that what we have to do in the formulation of the chart, we try to combine and look for percentages of streaming, Mm. uh, of the artists being streaming and include those numbers in order to, then we don't have to like play around with the threshold of numbers. He said, the sad thing about it is, this is what the billboard chart manager, assistant chart manager told me. He said, the sad thing about it is the majority of the gospel artists are not on the streaming services. Mm. That's your point right there. When the guy said, I went, where do I go and look for the artists? And they're not there and they're not there. They're not there because the average gospel artist will go and do their digital sales. And the first thing they want to do is make sure that their record is on iTunes. Mm -hmm. Then they want to make sure that is on Amazon. Mm. They never take the time to make sure or log in to Spotify. They got 70 million subscribers over there. So you tell me that you don't take the time to log in to Spotify to make sure your record is over there. It's not over there because when the guy went and looked for it, it was not there. So the chart manager saying, artists, gospel artists don't stream. We don't have that problem with the Christian artists because the Christian artists are getting thousands of streams. Mm-hmm. But if the gospel artists don't put their music in the streaming system. Now, now I got to, and I told Kevin, I told Kevin this, part of that came from us. Mm-hmm. Some of us got to take that blame. Henry mm-hmm. Harris, I might as well name you since yeah. you're on the call. TC. TC. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Kevin James. Mm-hmm. Every, uh, you know, everybody that operates internet radio services, because years ago, remember, we were telling artists, why bother with the streaming service? You need to, you need to be on our service. You need yep. to be on Spirit Code One. Yep. Remember that? Yes, sir. We say, you need to be on Spirit Code One. You need to do that. So what happened was a lot of artists, well, some of them got on our services, but a lot of them didn't get on their services. In the meantime, you had this influx of radio stations, that internet radio stations. Yeah. So 
So now all the artists think that as long as I'm on all the internet radio stations, I don't have to stream because these guys are going to play me enough so that I can get royalties from sound exchange. Mm -hmm. But we, we can't play you enough to get royalties from sound exchange because number one, it takes a whole lot of stream. So you need those 75 million people to pull your record and want to listen to it. Mm -hmm. And therein lies the problem. That's what's going on. That's why the internet, the consumer in that article I posted today about Alfred Lins, Mm -hmm. digital advertising and digital branding, branding, branding is winning. Yep. Urban radio is losing. And he named the markets that are losing. Okay? So, internet is winning. But he said that less consolidation is going to make it better for urban radio. Okay? Mm-hmm. Notice he said urban radio. Urban radio, yep. He didn't say nothing about gospel. Right. He didn't say nothing about gospel. Right. Because they don't really care about gospel. Mm-mm. Gospel is just something that they have there to appease the people on Sundays or five o'clock. You got Hezekiah Walker on at five o'clock in the morning in Washington, D.C. Who gets up that early to listen to radio? I don't. Not gospel. So that's what you have. That's That's what part of the issue is. Most gospel artists are not streaming. And since they're not streaming, you cannot get their music online unless you go to iTunes or Amazon or TuneCore or whatever. Oh, wow. That's all the chain. Well, if you just tuned in, of course, you listen to the Basic Foundation Show. Uh, we just had uh, the hot seat man come in, Kevin James. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm doing great. How about how is everybody else doing, man? Doing, doing double what? H in the house. Yeah, double yeah, H in the house. Yeah, yeah. we're doing good, man. And uh, we, Kevin J, yeah, yeah. we're doing good, man. And like we had Broderick <laughs> in too. Hey, Broderick, how you doing, man? Hey, Broderick. Oh, 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 Mr. Oh, 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 Lord, you got Broderick, BP. BP, BP then. from Louisville. I can't, I can't, the pastor. I can't mess with Henry Harris. <laughs> What's going on, BP? Oh. Man, working hard, man, working hard. Yes, he is. Well, that's good, man. No, but, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, well, you making money. <laughs> Not enough. That's, that's a good thing. That's Not a good enough. thing. <laughs> you working hard. You got to be getting paid. Not enough. I see my Not man, enough. My, my man uh, came on a few minutes ago. He's, he's working and he's listening. That's what's up. <laughs> so, so, so how's it going, man? Yeah. Everything good. I heard. I was sitting listening to Double H. Um, Double H. Well, I didn't hear everything, but I'm pretty sure he's talking about that Michael Ligon. Um, that's what Alfred you're talking Ligon. about. Alfred, yeah. Alfred. Well, no, I was yeah. trying. To, he, we were tying it up. Alfred asked I mean, me about yeah, value. Alfred Ligon. CC was asking me about value, and I was, I was. I was giving it, you know, talking about value. And then TC also was talking about how some of his partners, one of his partners did a survey to see who 
uh, where they buy their music or where they look for their music at and so forth. And I was mm-hmm. telling him that that's an affirmative. That survey that he did was correct because he couldn't find any any music anywhere from the artist. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess it was gospel. I'm just going to speak on behalf of the gospel right, artists. Right. But that was because a lot of gospel artists are not on the streaming services. And when you got six, 75 million subscribers over there and you're not even on those services, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we talking about as far, because uh, of the one way that we think. Right. And we talk about right. the consumers then, too. The, the consumers. Digital branding. He was, he, he was talking about the consumer and digital branding and every and all that. Mm. I think they're winning. They're winning. And Alfred Liggins and them know they're winning because the one thing that that article pointed out, he jumped out there and bought, and this, he jumped out there and bought a lot of gossip sites. He bought a lot of websites where people go on and just talk about people. And if, you, if we're not careful, that's what Facebook is going to become. <laughs> it's got a long way to go, but that's what it is right now. It's a gossip site. I can learn anything I want to know on Facebook. Matter of fact, you, I can go on Facebook and look at my friends list and know when most of them are out of town. If I want to go by their house, steal the mail or whatever, I know they're out of town. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Yeah, but we were talking about that. I was just saying as well how a lot of people are don't really get a chance to 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 uh, you know they they go to Pandora now and that's one of their sources. But we were saying how that they don't you know they try to go to Spotify and a lot of other streaming services as well. They couldn't find the music, and he was saying, "Well, you never go to the website." He was saying that a lot of them don't really take the time to really look for the music or know how to look for the music. That's what we were talking about in that regard as well. I'm glad you all brought that up tonight because I was thinking the same thing and that was going to be one of my questions to ask, Um, even being that our teachers on the call, was it, um, uh, would we offend you um, as, um, you know, putting um, it as a link, even as a part of um, our branding, if we are um, um, on the streaming streaming, platform? um, let's see, on the streaming websites too. I, that was really w- one of my questions that I had tonight, and I didn't know That's whether or not. Your You're not going to offend me. You're me not going to offend no, me. No, you sure wouldn't. That's for your career. That's right. When you when you go out when you go out to do a showcase or performance or anything like that, if you don't stand up there and say, "Hey, look." Uh, I thank y'all for coming out tonight. My name is Richard Taylor, and I, I've got CDs out in the lobby. And if you can't buy a CD from me tonight, you can find me on Spotify, Pandora. Yeah. You can find me on yeah. everyone that's out there. If you tell yeah. them, some of them will sit right in the audience because they do it in church. People, you know, they think people listening to the sermon in church. Yeah. And some of them sitting right in there listening to music on the streaming service. Yeah. Yeah. We want you to tell them. Yeah. And Mr. Harris okay. brought it. Mr. Harris so brought it. is no longer in. Go ahead, um, No, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you got it. Go ahead, Greg. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, that, that, no, I, what I was going to say, the value is no. Firstly, the value is not in the sale of the CD anymore. 
I mean, I mean, I mean, it's good to sell a CD, but where's the real money going to come from? And I would rather for people to get used to my music. Go ahead on to Spotify and get it. If you want to get it, go ahead. I mean, Spotify going to give it to you. If you, you pay $10, you can download my music for free. You ain't even got to pay for it. But maybe you play my music over and over again. Maybe you ask me to come to your church and give me $700. So I just took a $10 CD and I turned it to a $700 gig. Because I gave away a $10 CD. Now I'm going to get a gig worth $700. So the value is not in the CDs like it used to be. The sales are not like that. I was telling them, I forgot who I was talking to. I was um, and I'm not saying not to go to church because some artists, that's the way rather be in a church. But a lot of these independent artists go to churches and they still come out selling two CDs or no CDs. So really, is you, you know what I mean? We run across the country to churches and everywhere, but we still not getting sales. So you're going to have to make up for that. So, hey, yo, send them to the screen service. Let them get used to you. Let them love you so, man. Let them listen to the music. So what? Let them listen to it. You might get a church. They might give you $1,200. I don't know. But that's where the music industry is. And we've been talking about it for a long time. I'm pretty sure everyone knows it. It's about the brand. It's, it's the, the music is no longer... We we don't sell platinum anymore. Um, Mr. Harris, Lord knows he bringing up a lot. Listen, we're barely selling 200 CDs a week. You ain't going to get the platinum. Oh, no. the, only, the only way you're going to get the platinum is to borrow some baby shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to think about it. Yeah, that screaming service is definitely, you have to do what is going to be best for your career. It, it, right. it has nothing to do with us. Well, what about value? So you said, go ahead. Oh, go, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. No, go, I'm sorry. Go TC. No, I, I was going to say no. basically that with, with value, though, um, that as far as the consumers go, have we really lost the value of music, though, as far as like, you know, they'll search for things like that. I was telling him earlier that a lot of people still like CDs and, you know, things like that, a lot of people don't like looking on the internet. Some people I know don't even only associate with the internet because they don't understand it. You know what I mean? What do you say to those people? The higher percentage of people is going to be probably your digital. The higher, the higher percent of people is probably is digital. And now the older, your older crowd, of course, they're going to want a CD. Um, and, and, and they're going to, sooner or later, I see a big change in how they're going to listen to music also. It's going to change. It's, it's, it's going to be a huge change. Um, I'm looking at it, some people might say in the next two years, I'm looking at it in the next year. It's going to be a bigger change than what it is right now. Um, you know, we... 
they try to jump on what we was talking about eight years ago. They're jumping it on it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, guess what? Now, next year, they're going to be five more years behind because it's going to change again. This industry is going to change again. It's changing every day, and it's going to change where there's, yeah, and it's going to, it's it's going to be like CD sales is going to be man, it's going to be like the cassette. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be like the cassette. So, um, I think everybody should prepare themselves not to say throw CDs to the curve. But prepare yourself for it. You know what I mean? It's going to be a it's going to be a transition. Right, right. So just prepare. Don't don't throw CDs. Don't say because I, I ain't saying that now. I ain't saying CDs is going away. I'm just well, saying it's, it's going to be a transition. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. What was your so, question? Yeah, what was your question? Well, I was going to get a Rissy question. Go ahead, Rissy. What was your question? No, um, that was it. Because um, um, I was reading, too, as where, um, like, it's so many plays on the on streaming that's equal to one play or so many times that it plays on streaming. Is it? Right. Mm-hmm. Equal to one sale. Correct? Okay. Yeah. Equal to one sale. Okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Arissi. And you're right. There's so many plays. We say there's so many plays is equivalent to the percentage of the royalty or the percentage of a penny or a dollar or whatever you may get. Okay. But see, what you have to do as the artist is look at the strategies that the other folks are using. When I posted the article, when I posted the article about radio, when I said made a comment about radio and then I said Spotify has 75 million subscribers, you know what Spotify does? You know what Spotify does for those subscribers every Monday? They drop them a mixtape type playlist. Okay? They, they drop them a mixtape playlist. So your objective, Arissi Taylor, has to be, how do I get in that playlist? You see what I mean? Because you can't go out unless you go out and, and like Kevin says, and, and make your brand stand out overnight all of a sudden. You got to say, well, how do I, Mr. Harris put the little, that little article up there and they drop a playlist every, how do I get in the playlist? Do I drop a line to the playlist curators and say, look, you, you, you're putting out these playlists, but it would be nice to have a little gospel in there every now and then. And they may say, oh, that's a great idea. Who are you? Richie Tillo. We're going to put her in there. They may put you in there. You see what I mean? And you don't have to compete. Then you won't have to compete with, you know, other artists that go into a traditional radio playlist. Your objective needs to be how did I get in the playlist? Like when we was talking to the artist today, I told Kevin today, I said, hey, I noticed that the artist, I noticed that the artist wanted to, she, they were listening to a particular um, service on their cable TV. 
So I said, hey, it would be nice to get the artists on there. So what we need to do is get a copy. I need a copy of the record. Here's the address. We gave her the address today. It said, as soon as you get that record off the uh, manufacturing table, one of them needs to go to New York so we can get you on this major music service. Wow. These are the, these are the out-of-the-box things that you have to do because you can't – we put a lot of pressure on – and I know he's still on the call. We put a lot of pressure on Mr. Broderick Purvis and others to say, hey, play my record, play my music, you listen to my music. We put a lot of pressure on them. I agree. I'll be the first one to admit it. So in the meantime, what you have to do is take that value that TC is talking about tonight, put it with a strategy, and move to some other, to some other instances. Go to get in one of those curators because who knows? If they put you in there, you may all of a sudden get seven or 10,000 plays just like that, just because you're in that playlist. They may not have never heard of Carissy Taylor. Hmm. That's your answer right there. Huh? Yeah, you got it. It's about influencers now. You're going to have to go. To people who's influencing this industry because right. on the gospel side, you don't have any influencers. Right. There's none on the gospel side that's really influencing this industry. Right. Or the curators or the, the people that yeah. can go to Spotify, go to Spotify and say, hey, hey, you know, people probably lining up trying to get their records in those playlists. Yeah, so sure is. Everybody right. except gospel. Everybody except gospel. You know why? Because gospel want to spend their time focusing on showcases and yeah. awards yeah. and you know yeah. this goes on and on. While why they say, hey, y'all go ahead and focus on that. In the meantime, we're just going to run up a clock on Spotify. Seventy-five million subscribers, and they pay. Here's the difference: they pay. To listen to music and one of the reasons they pay i told i was telling kevin again today i said i was had a conversation with a millennial a young lady at my church yesterday on sunday yesterday okay and she said she said you know mr harris i don't even listen to radio no more traditional radio and this is not a hit on you mr Purvis. i know you're still on the air you're probably on the air you're probably running my voice too but that's okay but she said I don't even listen to traditional radio anymore because most of the songs sound too much like jingles right. and nursery rhymes. They sound too much like jingles and nursery rhymes. I said, well, what do you mean? She said, I like to, I like the choir songs. I like to hear the songs with meaning. I like when they were, you know, when they sing the choir songs and when they sing these other songs. So, and so since I can't get in on radio, I got to go and listen to my Pandora or my Spotify. That's what she said. Mm. I didn't ask her. Wow. That's what she said. She said the songs sound like too many nursery rhymes. They're too simplistic. Now, there's nothing wrong with Mr. J.J. Harrison's song. We know it's a hit, but it's a very simplistic song. Yeah. And it's found, and so that's what she was saying, and that's from a millennial. 
That's not from my age, the baby boomers and stuff like that. That's from somebody that's saying, I see no value in especially stations here, 104.1, which is WPRS, which is owned by Alfred Liggins and Radio One. Wow. That's crazy. It's crazy, but it's real. That's the big word. That's the word for today, value, man. It's about how much value do you bring to the table? Yeah, I mean, and, and how much we value gospel music now, you know, we, though, uh, how much we value, you know what I'm saying, getting it out there, you know, helping helping the artists get out there. How much do we value that? You know, I, I, have have we lost value, as, have we failed the artists, as, you know, as far as radio and things like that, or is it a thing where, you know, education is the key? I, I think, I, think I, I would say that radio has failed the artists, um, but like I said last week, I'm going to have to go back and say, well, listen, radio ain't in this to boost up the artists. They're in That's it right. to make money. That's correct. So, I mean, you know, right. So I, 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 I do agree that, you know, like Mr. Harris always said, that radio don't play the game fair. But then on the other hand, Yo, they got to do what's going to keep them lights on, keep that building open, and keep them on air. So I can't get mad at them. If the artist isn't bringing the type of value that they need to make that money, then we can't get mad at them because they won't play the artist. We have to look at the artist, and we have to tell the artist, you need to learn how to bring more value to yourself. And that's where yeah, but, record labels came in play at. But Kevin, Kevin, also, if you look at the article, you probably haven't read that article I put up. If you did, put, read that article. At the, the end of that article, and I'm looking at it right now, he said several, several stations think, no, several stations have stated that it's a severe challenge in finding people who know radio, who also know how to create compelling online local radio and client-based content. And then it says FYI. They said, FYI, there is a way to do it. There is a way to do it. And when you say they fail, I won't say they completely fail. I think that radio need to sit down at the round table and rethink their approach. There is a way to do it. You can't just do it with the same old, same old, because like that panel they had at the GMWA, remember, they said, you know, they made a decision to remove quartet, and that was the worst decision they could have made. That's right. Right, because you kicked, you kicked off a large portion of your audience. Audience, mm-hmm. If you are a Southern radio station, you are surrounded by Southern quartet groups and traditional groups that said we don't listen to radio because you won't play us. Wow. So it is a way to do it. You have to be able to incorporate traditional, contemporary, urban contemporary, and inspirational, and quartet, all in one. And then, guess what? 
And then you got to play the children's music. Because if you play no children, there's no children. You don't hear no children's music on radio. Yes, sir. So this would be the deal. This would be the case. But Kevin, those are the people that's going to grow up and say they're going to turn it off. Oh, no doubt. Don't get me wrong about the the children's music. If it's music, and I, I think it's a place where you have to put it. Uh, I, yeah. I don't know what you're gonna, what platform yeah, you're going to create for it. I'm just but, saying yeah. it's a place you can put it. It is a place you yeah, can put it. Yeah, it's a platform. The, 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 the thing with um, radio doing what they're going to do without an artist having some type of value is going to be that they're going to stick, I say, one independent uh, hour might put one independent an hour, uh, might put one quartet every three hours. It's good. The number is going to be really small. So that means that the artist has to bring value to themselves so that they can get them slots that radio would give to you. You still got to bring value to yourself. I agree. I agree. And, and also keep in mind that the Jackson Five and New Edition and all the other groups that are still out there cranking out today were all kids when they first hit radio. No doubt. No. New kids oh, on the block. Know. New kids on the block. All of them. All of them were kids when they were on radio. If urban radio can do it, why can't gospel? That's true. Well, gospel could. Don't get me wrong. I, I I think gospel could do it. I just think the groups has to be the, they have to be at the park. Be, yeah. Right, like the Walls group, uh, the Jones family. They was well, they they had adults, but they was younger kids. It was the kids that was everybody. Remember, was you don't out. you don't even hardly you don't even hardly hear them no more on gospel radio. You don't hear them at all. They had a TV show. Um, but it's just, it's about the value. I don't mean no harm. Um, the artists, uh, I'll probably talk about it until next year. They have to bring value to themselves. They have no, gospel music has no value. Wow. None. It's it's sad, but it's, it's true. And, and I know somebody will probably, you probably could get some people to tell you different. Oh, gospel got plenty of value. I'll be <laughs> You'd be like, well, where is it at? Why everybody's shooting gospel? Oh, it's because they don't bring no value to no one else who has value. Mm. R&B has value. So they don't want to deal with gospel because gospel have no value. They have nothing to offer the genre of R&B music or the hip hop. They have nothing to offer. So, and I mean, I ain't mad at them. It's, it's business. Yeah, it's business. I, I just see, I just look yeah, at it. it. I, I just look at it as, you know, even with the R&B, it's kind of struggling now because it's more of a hip-hop generation now than it is even R&B. You know, R&B right mm-hmm. now is struggling as well, um, you know, in, this, in the intro R&B as well. making that money on tours. Huh? R&B, R&B is making that money touring the country. They're making money now touring the country. Your older groups are coming back touring the country. Huge. Big. I'm talking about with, like, dates 
that calendar filled up for the whole year. Yeah, exactly. I looked at George Clinton and Parliament Funkadelic schedule. Man, that man booked up, man. That man close to 87 years old, man. That man booked up, man. He's he making money. Yeah. He's booked up. All his concerts is booked up. Mm-hmm. But no one is buying his music, but they're going to the concert. Well, right. I, well, here's right. the thing, but, but that's the value of it. That's what I'm saying. He had music that had value. See, the reason why people go to concerts because, why? Right. because of the music. So, therefore, the music has the value, right? Right, right. Well, well, yeah, and it, it it was really the yeah we could say the the music itself, but right now it's not even the music; it's the artist. But it still got George the Clinton, but, George but, Clinton don't sing. He sings the music that they play right now is totally different from what it was back in the day. So really, you know who I'm really going to see? I just it's that name, that branded name of Parliament Funkadelic. Right, that's that name. But they still gonna do a lot the of expectation that I'm looking for. But yeah, it's... but the only thing, the only thing with that though, Kevin and PC is that I got I got to see that on both sides of the street, man. It's exactly. got the music has value too exactly. because exactly when yeah. when we talked about the Osley brothers and Santana coming together, and when they ran that that news report. They said the Isaac brother cranked out one hit after the other. And when they played all of those hits that they were cranking out, we could all sing the words to them. Yeah, exactly. Because they had fun. No doubt. Right. No doubt. No doubt. I could close my eyes and don't see them and hear the record and sing a song. Right. It's like the music, the music, don't get me wrong. Um, I do say that the music do have, I'm going to definitely going to say any music back in the 80s. The 70s, the 80s, some of the 90s, well, I'm going to say the 90s. You mean the 80s and 90s. The music, the music had value, no doubt about it. But who's going to pay $150 just to hear a song when I can just go and buy the CD for 10 or 15? I'm paying $100 to visually see this person. Right, that's what I'm paying. Well, you paying for that, yeah, but you want both, right? Right, but you go, you want to hear both because the thing is, is that you you may not you have heard a lot, lot of the songs live, and I'm going to hear the songs live. Right. That's why I'm paying for the music. I'm still right. going there for the music, even though that the artist, I know who the artist is. That's true, but also going to see the music and hear a different arrangement of the songs. They're not going to play the same song the same way all the time. So I'm going there for hearing a different arrangement of the song. Right, I'm going right. there. I, I'm going right. there. I, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it still brings value for both. It's a, it's the brand. Yeah. The artist, it also yeah. also is the music as well. That's what I'm saying. So now, music, but yeah. even, even now though, what I'm saying though, even even though it's a, it's a it's a, uh, a digitally uh, branded market now in a sense, people still go for music right. still because the thing is that in order for me to go to see somebody, I have to like their music as well. If I don't like their music, I'm not going to see. Them. I'm not gonna pay my no money. Doubt. No doubt. So so what I'm no saying. Doubt. So I understand what you say as far right. as the artist, but as far as the music goes, it still had to have some type of value for me to go there to see who they are. Right. I tell you, no doubt. Don't give me a good day. I'm not going to say that the music don't have none. Maybe I was wrong. I, um, I don't want to get hit upside the head. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying But you're right. You are right. The music do have value to it. My thing here is like, it's like this. I think no one is going to pay $150 to hear our artists uh, just to hear a 
song. Yeah, I heard you say No that. one is going to pay $100 just to hear a song. Mm-hmm. No one is going to pay 50 just to hear a song on a disc. Mm-hmm. But I will pay 200 to see that person live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who brings the most value? Yeah. Now, when the guy and when we was in Baltimore the other day, the guy was out in his car. He's playing a song, blasting it. That song, we write a song, and it was sounding Ooh, good. I said, Who is that? I said, "Yeah, that's Earth what I'm saying." Fight. I said, "Who, who sing that song? That song sounds good." Hey, and then I came, and I and I closed my eyes and I said, "Okay, that's Earth, Wind, and Fire." You know, because oh, I hear some high notes and the yeah. horns. I see yes, that. That's a timeless song. Yeah. Huh? Yes, exactly. yes, it is. Yes, it is. I agree with you on that. <laughs> um, um, I, I, I can't. Well, I, I'm good. not. Let's yeah, the, the music is definitely. <laughs> my thing. I think. I, I think. You, the music has to be on point. Don't get me twisted. Right. The music right. got to be. That music has to be point. It's got to be on point where yeah. people love it. Nowadays, they got to love you even more because you're not going to make your money from the CD sale. You're going to make your money from them saying, I want you personally to be here. Right. You're going to make money off of the brand. The brand is worth more than the music right now. That's the truth. Yep, uh, I, I, I I agree with that as far as the brand goes. The, yeah, but 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 yeah. it, it would I think it would all, it, yeah, it's probably it goes it goes a little hand to hand in me. I think it goes hand to hand. But yeah, you're right. As far as bringing value to yourself as an artist, you have to do that in order for you people to, to know who you are and to get to know know who you are as a, not only as a brand. Because a lot of people we're in a digital download age now. We're in a digital uh, visual age now where people want to see into your life a little bit too. You know that's why everybody go live and. Yeah. All that stuff too, because you want yeah. to know who the artist is mm-hmm. and what they're about. You know, and that's that's what a lot of people like to do. So it's more accessible even now. Uh, as you build your brand and go out there and be on, you know, Facebook Live, Insta Live, Periscope, because people are looking to see that now. You know, we're we're in a we're in a reality phase society now, if you will. We was in we was in well, of course, Yolanda was in. Well, she's on the way home now. She mm-hmm. just got on the plane. Mm-hmm. Hope she have a safe flight. Yeah, amen. Um, well, you know, we was we was in D.C. and no one knew. They don't know nothing about her singing. But when she was leaving, everybody was commenting on her hair. Mm. It's like everybody was coming. Why wow, your hair? Oh, I just love you. Everybody commenting on her hair. It's a brand type of thing that she, all she have to do now is take it and use that as a brand to bring more value to herself. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good Because they, they show was loving it. They they love to have it. And there was total strangers and they weren't all black people. They was Caucasian people. So, so what I'm saying is she could take that and put it in a marketing way. We take that, put it in a marketing way and we could market her as a brand with that hair and people will probably buy into her. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And down the line, they probably buy the music too. After they find out she can see, Oh man, not only do she have red hair, but did you hear that song? Wow, man. The song is tight, man. So now 
more value comes. Now the value comes to the music. Now the music gets sold if someone wants to buy it or they will bring value to you by bringing you to that church or to that event. Mm. Right. Wow. That's where it's done. It's, it's no other way. I don't see no other way it can be done. I really don't. I, I, I don't see it. I don't see no one spending $40,000 as an independent, emerging independent artist, spending $30,000 or $40,000 and being able to make that money back on CD sales alone. I don't see it. You know you what? Can't. You're right. You can't. It's very, very difficult. Right. That's It'd true. very difficult. Yeah. That's true. I was gonna say unless you brand uh, yourself, right? That's true. And right. I was gonna say I was looking at the, the the unsung from last night with Shanice and you know her and flexing them went independent. Oh, was it was a real good segment about them going independent, and they talked about how much money they had to spend out. They talked about how much money they lost in that venture. <laughs> you know, it's to the point where they lost they lost some stuff. You know, trying to pay for all yeah. that stuff. They didn't, you know they said they, we didn't realize how much labels had to pay for. That's the first thing they said. We didn't, yeah. we didn't know how much labels had to pay for it because, you know, now it's on us. You know what I'm saying? We had to be the label. We had to go ahead and spend out the money to get the, get the, get the marketing done and the, and the hair, you know, keep, continue the artist development going on and, you know, pushing the CD and things like that. It was a real good unsung. Uh, if you missed it, you can go back go back on demand and watch it because they, they talked about a lot about that, just that little segment. I caught that, and I said, you know what? That's what, that's what a lot of people have to realize. There's a lot of money that goes into this. We talk about it all the time. And, and and gospel independent gospel artists, um, unless they come to the basic foundation show, yes, sir, they don't get a chance to hear. They don't get a chance to hear stuff like that. It's not told to them that way, so they don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. They don't look at it as in I got to become the label. Um, and I got to take on this huge responsibility of all this financial that it's going to take. They don't, they don't believe that. Mm-hmm. They just think they're a label. They got a song, so it makes them a label. But do they know what a label is? You know, what, what, how they, they operate. That's the right, case. They, they don't. Uh, well, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. not all of them do. There are going to be some yeah, artists some. that have done that have done their research and done their studies and stuff. But I listened to this guy on the radio. He did, uh, uh, Jackie Gales Webb did an interview with the young man yesterday. I want to say his name is John Moore for John Moore. Mm -hmm. But like I told Kevin, he's, he was a backup singer for India. Irie. he backed up, he was backup singer for Kurt Franklin, Mm -hmm. backup singer for several other artists. So he put in his time and he paid his dues and he perfected who he, you know, who he is today. So now he was on the air and they were interviewing him because he's releasing this new product. And he just got signed with Motown. And he said, he just got signed with Motown, man. He's from Houston. He just got signed with Motown. And he said, Motown told me, no, he said when he got signed with Motown, he said it was going to take them at least three years before they released his first record. And that's the record that came out yesterday. Mm. Three years. 
he got the deal. They said, hey, welcome to Motown. Now we got to figure out where you fit in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it took him all that long? So maybe and Kevin can attest to, attest to that because Kevin has been with a label and he know what it takes. Mm-hmm. So they, they told him and said, hey, it's going to be three years before we release before we release your record. We got to make sure that everything is right. We got to make sure we got the right music for you. We got, you know, because we, we don't want you to get out there and flop. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've talked artists, about a lot too. Right, and that's why artists got to come on the basic foundation because we, what we talk about is getting your basic foundation in order regardless of how long it takes. Mm-hmm. You can lay the foundation and it may take you three years to dry. You see yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can lay it, yep. but it may take three years for, the, for it to dry and for that foundation to become rock strong. You, you know, I said, I said uh, a while ago, uh, which I say a lot of times when I explain certain things about when I was at MI, how they did D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, we had recorded the project and they said they was not going to release the project. I was like, what? They've done this ahead of you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the label said they was not going to release the project because of the marketing. I'm serious. Because of the marketing, the research from the marketing, they was not going to release that record. And it goes back to what you were saying, Mr. Hurst, that this young man was saying. They have to make sure that everything, every I's dotted, every T is crossed. Because they have so much money invested, they have to make sure that this record comes out at the right time so it can be in front of the right people. Right. One of the problems I've, I've seen with EMI, I mean, uh, E1, E1 has, man, they got about two, three artists coming out at the same time. And, and I don't see how they're going to be able to sell with that many artists coming out at one time. Right. Wow. I don't, I, I really don't, I don't see how it's going to happen. And it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt that division of gospel division because E1 is letting someone else run that show. But it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt sales real bad that they're bringing that many people out like that. Actually, that's, that's another thing, too, with, I've noticed with labels is that the marketing be off sometimes. It's just because you're a label doesn't mean you're going to get it right all the time either. And that's one thing that... Uh, no, we don't. You know, one thing I've noticed with a lot of artists as well, you know, I, I seen an artist today that used to be on the Basic Foundation show saying they, they were so concentrated on charts that they had to, you know, get back and get back into the fun of what they were doing and, you know, re, you know, re-enjoy what they were doing because they were so stressed out about that stuff, figured out it wasn't even about all that stuff. It's about, you know, the love of it, bringing value to it and things like that, the things we have been saying for so long that we're trying to drill through everybody's head. So the thing is, is that, you know, when you when you look at you know the fact is that we we, we this, this is, is almost prophetic, the way that things are happening now that we talked about almost what six seven years ago, and we we very back to that because to me it's just amazing to me how it's coming to pass now, 
that a lot of stuff we said now we try to warn a lot of people then that didn't take heed and now they're seeing it now and uh, it just it just amazes me. Also, as well, I think too, and like you guys to talk about this. I think it's valued also identifying what type of artist you want to be. Is that very important out there, fellas? You want to talk about that? There's no doubt. Well, um, Mister, no, it's 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 absolutely uh, important to determine what what type of artist you want to be because even in the conversation yesterday, the guy said, look, um, we need to know whether or not you're going to be urban, contemporary, contemporary, traditional, or inspirational. You can't be all things to all people because once you, let's say if you start off traditional, and you do, and you're focusing on the traditional. The the moment you cross the urban contemporary line on a gospel for your gospel song, a lot of your fan base is gonna say, "Oh, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. This ain't our guy out there, or this ain't our young lady out there. This is different. This is a different feel." And you know what? Fred Hammond used, was considered the Prince of Praise. Well, not the Prince of Praise, that's Brian Cage, but Fred Hammond was the Prince of Gospel. I think he's Prince, they called him the Prince of Gospel. But after a while, he started deviating to a different sound. And he no longer had that, you know, that hold on, on it. And it seems like it seems to start slipping away. Mm. And I, and so you gotta know who, what type of artist you are, and where, and where, and you know, you gotta know where you fit in. You can't do all songs, mm-hmm. or you can't, you know, you can't be in all of those different, um, those mm-hmm. different things that I mentioned. Because a lot of times, I know when we were in the, uh, when you did deal with the award program, mm-hmm. like the Cell Awards and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they get all twisted up when they put a CD in multiple categories that deal with different segments of the gospel music industry. Wow. Because people will sit in the audience and talk about you. They will say, oh, that record ain't traditional. That record ain't uh, urban contemporary. That, that's praise and worship. How can your record be praise and worship, urban contemporary, traditional, and a little touch of quartet all at the same time. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. While you just tuned in, uh, ladies, you have any questions? We're on the Basic Foundation show today. Uh, ladies, you have any questions or comments about what's going on right now? No, I don't have any questions. What about you, Rissa? Some, sometimes. Well, just sometimes I think even when it comes to value, it it, it depends too upon um, the person that's singing. I I think, um, and I know, you know, when we when we when we have um, um, discussed it um, in in our classes as far as as um, um, our music as far as the basic foundation, and it's also as business and ministry. And I think what has happened to a lot of the artists, and as, as I say, like if I'm in ministry and now I'm um, 
um, on the music side of it too. Um, but but I, I, I see that there is a, a dollar value that now is taking precedent, whereas as it being really the gospel. And um, I think the ministry part, and, and I think when, when, when and I, I think that that's what would cause some, some of the artists to leave the gospel to still follow the dollar in the um, secular. And I think like, you know, what you all are saying is that we need to know who we are. And, you know, when we started out with someone like a Mahalia Jackson, and um, um, for how she was branded or what she looked like. But I believe that, that um, okay, like Luther Vandross, am, am I pronouncing that right? Yes. Luther Vandross? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. W- when he sings or when he did sing, um, I, I never forget the house without a home. That may not be the name of yeah, the Yeah, house is not a home. Mm-hmm. But the word, that's it? A house without a home? A house that's is the not, name of it. A house is not a home, but it's okay. okay. Mm-hmm. A house is not a home, and and right. it and the words to that song, um, 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 it's like if you, if you okay, the words to that song was very powerful. And a house is really not a home if things are not if things are missing in that house. But what I'm saying is that the song itself, and I remember one of the ministers saying that it was so powerful that it moved. And I think what's happening is that if we do not put the, and I'm talking about for the ones, the ones who are gifted. I mean, you, you got a people that are gifted and people will pay money to go. But if you're not moving people, if you got a secular person who can move your spirit and now you got a gospel people that's not moving, moving the spirit of a soul of a person. Yes, we are in trouble and it's not going to be value because now we're mixing, we're mixing the two. And it's not the trouble with the world, it's the trouble with the church. So, so we, we got to get, um, um, get that together. And it's, and it's not about the dollar. Yes, we have to have our, 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 our um, business together and in order. But if we're running after that dollar and if we're really not being led by God, and I, I think that's the word gospel, if we're not led, and that's the reason why we were talking about that, too, where we're saying because everybody who sings the gospel, we just assume that that they are Christians or that, you know, and it's not that it's, a, you know, so we get back in that. And I think that's what causes it to lose the value. It, it can't be any valuable than the person that's seeing it. That's what I think. <clears throat> All right. Well, and you have you're you're absolutely right. I want to make a quick comment on that, if I could. You're absolutely sure. right, Arisha. You couldn't have said it no better, mm-hmm. because there there are a lot of artists who are well-known artists, Caucasian artists, that can get up and strum a guitar and sing very, you know, and sing some re- very regular songs and sell out arenas. They can sell out arenas, but then when you when you introduce if you want to introduce an inspirational song or gospel song to to the people or to your audience or your respected person, everybody's a critic. Everybody's a mm-hmm. critic. Oh, that ain't gospel. That ain't gospel. You ain't saying this and you ain't saying that or you ain't got enough runs in this song or you ain't hitting the right chords or whatever. You know, people don't know how to appreciate music like it has been appreciated. It's all there has to hit a certain standard 
or, you know, it doesn't rain. And that's, and I believe, like I said, just remain true to your style and whatever music you want to do. And gospel is really just the good news. Gospel is just the good news. Music, the good news music. That's what it is. And and regardless of what you sing or who you sing it in front of, there were people that when they hear your song enough, they would stand right there and sing along with you. Right. And so forget true. about what all those other naysayers say, because there's a lot of people out there that's, and I don't want to keep hopping on radio, but I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people out there that's programming radio today, and their stations have some of the worst numbers that exist in the market. <laughs> And a lot of artists don't pay any attention. They don't pay any attention to what I just said because it doesn't matter to them. As long as they get on the radio, they're okay. But mm-hmm. a lot of, there's even a lot of gospel stations and so forth are doing so poorly in the market that they're on life support. And so, and it's because they don't have a diversity in the music. They don't have, they don't play songs that people may be uplifted or like you said, um, I mean, Jackie Gale's web may play the song that you just mentioned by Luther Vandross. You know, a house mm-hmm. is not a home, but he start he starts off with saying, "Hey, a chair is not a chair. A chair is just a chair, even though even when there's no one sitting there." You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's music. That's those are words. Those are things. But see, when you get around your critic. That's where that's what damages artists the most is when people come to you and criticize you and say your song does not fit the gospel music. That's that's just my two cents. Well, I like I like to always say that I, I like to say the business ministry and ministry is business. And the thing is is that you said it so right, I agree with totally what both of you guys said. The thing is is that I think you have a lot of gospel artists out here that don't even go to church. It's not associated with church. Don't have a covering or anything, and you know it's sad sometimes because you know they're out there just just singing it. You know, what I'm saying not saying that they're not being convicted by it, but they don't. Sometimes they don't understand what they're singing. They're looking at it just just as business, but it's still ministry in there as well. And I totally agree with you guys. So, Ke- go ahead, Kevin. You said that. No, I want I want to ask a question, and then I'll comment. The, the question is that you were saying that it was some people out here who don't go to a church and they're singing gospel music. Yep. So we're not saying they shouldn't be singing gospel music, though. We're well, just saying they just don't go to a church and they're singing gospel music. Is that right? What, what I'm saying is this. Is, is anything, when music is all about what you feel, it's an expression, but it's what you feel is what you, it's in your heart at that time. If I'm singing gospel music, people going to know if it's anointed or not, for one, because they're going to see me singing it, and they're not going to feel anything. Because if it's not anointed, they're not, they can't feel nothing. So I'm not saying they shouldn't. No, that's what I'm saying. Here's the difference between a profession and a calling. Now, some people are called to do it and just so happen to be in it, just like a Marvin Sapp. And Marvin Sapp said, yeah, I'm a preacher that just so happened to sing. He's a pastor first. But he still go out there and do what he has to do, his ministry and sing and, and do what he has to do. He understands the business side of it as well. So I'm not saying that to say that people shouldn't be singing gospel music, but I am saying, though, at the same time, that the convictions of it should be so deep down inside you that people can feel what you're singing and be able to be changed by it, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
No. And, and that is true. I think, you know what I think? I think an artist is, is not really an artist if they don't know how to bring a person to feeling what they're singing. I agree with that. I hate to say it that way. That's real, though. I hate to say That's real, too. Artist, and, and listen, please don't nobody take me wrong for what I'm about to say. Everybody always say, oh, it's such anointing. It's, it was such anointing. The anointing made you fly around. They, some people fly around churches and fall all the floor and everything. Say the anointing made them do it. Ah, right, come on, please. Don't do not do me like this. Don't do me like this. Just don't do this to me. Um, it's just my way. That's the way I feel. So when it comes down to music, I think our artists have to have some type of... Um, mm, I hate to say this, but the truth have to have some type of act with it. Mm. Every no, one of them do. That's 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 good, Kevin. Because because in now just just take it right. Let's take it on the spiritual side of that, and that that's true. Because that's where the acts in the in the in the Bible, and let let's let's say Ben, we're talking about gospel. That's where it comes. It's the expression and the demonstration of the gospel. And that's what they were. Okay. It were the acts. So you should have, and, and I think that's the same thing what, what Tisa is saying. That's the value of it. Because if you can move in, in, in the secular, I mean, I, I have seen them too. And those kids, kids, well, those kids are enjoying themselves. <laughs> and then, you know, and then when then... When you take that same joy or happiness, or regardless of what, and you take it into the gospel arena or into a Christian environment, the, the same, then, then what, we're going to look like sticks? You know, so uh, how we express ourselves, it should be some type of act, act that's taking place, some type of demonstration, some type of happiness, you know? So, um, um, like, um, what do you call it? What do you call that when you were they were singing out in the grass in the hippie days? What's that? The uh, Woodstock, group? Uh, Woodstock. Yeah, Woodstock. Yeah, you're Woodstock. Woodstock. Thank yeah. you, guys. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, see, so, yeah, yeah, I had the one man band. I had I've been on the side with I I've been on the artist side. Mm-hmm. Okay? I've been on the artist side. Man. I'm not gonna tell you no joke because I've done the one man band. I played the Beret Nightclub in DC. I played Army Bases, Air Force Bases, I played drums. I've been on the artist side. So I'm just talking from experience, but I'm gonna tell you, if I knew then what I know now. I would probably still be doing what what I was doing. I would still be playing music. I would still be doing it. And every now and then I'll play my own songs, stuff like that. Wow. But here's the thing. Because I was like, go ahead. Music, music will music does not hurt anybody. Mm -mm. It's just, it's it's. I mean, it's it's the foundation. You know, I got favorite artists out there. I'm still Marvin Gaye, Marvin Gaye, Sade. You know, all of those were the artists I grew up with. My and I was my one of my Christmas gifts years ago was a cassette player with the mic and did the Jackson Five tape on it. Oh wow! The Christmas, the Christmas cassette. Oh man! 
So I'm just saying, I've been there. I'm, I hear what you're saying as an artist. But the problem I have with this is the way artists are treated in the gospel music industry. The playing field, the playing field is never has is never leveled. You get you get criticized, you get you get um, they discriminate against you and so forth. And I'm I'm sure they do that in other music genres or whatever, but it's just so bad. In gospel, and if we didn't, and if we didn't have the advocates that we have on this call tonight and talk about it and be able to discuss it, I don't know where we would be. Because number one, uh, it's been what we it's seven years since we did the Independent Gospel Alliance Conference. Seven years. Mm-hmm. Every year, Bill makes it a point that we're there participating, leading classes teaching and so forth. But these other organizations, they know we exist, but they don't want to have nothing to do with us. They don't invite us. Or they may invite Kevin, they bring him in on the panel and they try to dog him about internet radio. It's so stupid because they they try to put down a segment of the industry like internet radio and and online and the man, Alfred Liggins just said today, that it's going to be digital radio that's going to be the salvation of terrestrial radio. Wow. Yeah. Online radio will save terrestrial radio. Yep, I agree. And now most of our becoming yeah. online radios, not, you know, radio stations, like I said before all the time, they are online radio stations as well now. So <laughs> That's me. right. But they told, but they told Kevin, "Get out of here! We internet ain't got no value. Internet ain't got no value. Get out of here!" <laughs> That's crazy, wow. man. And I was yeah, trying man. to get there to help him out. I was, the, Lord yeah. must, the, the Lord didn't want me to be there. He must didn't want me to be there because they had me flying from airport to airport. I was flying in the snow. I was flying. I said, I got to get to Nashville. You know what? You know what, man? You know what as well? You know, with the expression of music, man, it's different chord progressions that make you feel certain moves. And Mr. Harris knows about that by playing music. There are certain things that make you right. feel a certain certain way. Different chord progressions, different chords. Oh, absolutely. That make you feel a certain absolutely. moves. Absolutely. So, yeah, with that, it's going to come. You know, say if you go, if, if I can minister to you in this situation, playing this key, it's going it's going to be that. You know, say it's going to be this. So it's going to be an expression. So I think, you know, the value of music itself. I think I think well, I think that we lost the the the, the expression of the art of music. We were so caught up in a lot of things that art of music is not being expressed like it used to be because there's a lot of there's a lot of things out here now that it ain't really music to me. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel about it. It's not real music like we were talking about back in the day with Earth, Wind, and Fire and, you know, you got the emotions and all, all the other people that, that was out at the time. Right. And so when you take, when you take, I mean, and gospel, gospel can have the same legacy. Exactly. It's just that they just, just, they just keep cutting it off at the knees. Mm-hmm. Gospel can have the same legacy. But the people don't hear the music. The people, there's some great music out there that people just don't get a chance to hear. Never hear the line of this. But it's going to change. It'll be all right one day. We'll get it. We'll get it. On the bye-bye. I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic that we're going to change it. 
I think we will. I think we will too. Jermaine's back. Hey, Jermaine. What's going on, man? Yeah, he, he came <laughs> back Jermaine in. Jermaine Mickey. Came back in. What's up? What's Jermaine, up? Jermaine Mickey. What's, what's going on, bro? Jermaine Mickey. Man, I'm listening to the professionals. <laughs> so we just having a good time, man. We just, we just, we just talking over here, man. You know, I love the basic foundation show, man. One of my favorites, man. <laughs> yeah, we just, yes, we just talking about how it is, man. You know how it is. You got relatives, man, in the uh, music industry. I you do, know? I you do. And you've been there, and you've been there. So I have, I have. Um, hey, I wanted to touch on what you were saying about music not being the same, man, I, you know, I happen to be a big 70s uh, music fan yep. because of the writing that they did. I mean, you listen, I mean, I, all these albums that I sit here and I listen to, and a lot of that stuff that they were writing is so simple, but they still write off of what they feeling and how they feeling and Mm-hmm. You know, Earth, Wind, and Fire, what reasons, or, or even the dramatics, like, I want to go outside in the rain because I don't want my yeah. tears to be hidden. I mean, that stuff was classic. If you right. go back, I mean, even in the gospel field, they had some good, was some good writing. I mean, believe it or not, James Cleveland wrote some great songs in the 70s and the 80s. And, you know, Keith Pringle, people yeah. that's not even here no more, Burn up the top. They were awful. They were awful things. Um, you know, I just, as an artist, always study my history. I don't care how much I've been in the business. I always like to go back to square one and just, you know, um, just study the history of writing and, you know, what it means to have a great song and. How, like I said, most of that stuff was simple. Um, like when we were in the industry, to the extreme, I always bring this up. The song we had, Cry No More. You know, you don't have to cry no more. What you're looking for, all that stuff is simple, but it touched people's hearts. It, people uh, grasped to it. They took it and they was like, yeah, this is what I love. This is, this is the feel. I love the feeling of it. And I would love for that music to come back. Um, you know, I like TC said, I don't even listen to, you know, Kevin, you know, I mean, not Kevin, um, uh, 104.1, I, I don't even listen to because they even playing the same people or, you know, they just, you know, I listen to my own station or I listen to TC station or, 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 or Kevin James station or, you know, I listen to your station. I, I don't listen to their station no more because they playing the same stuff. Style. People want something different. You know, That's what I say all I the mean, time. People want something different. Yeah, it, it, it's just that you know, and no, 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 no disrespect to the artists that's coming out. You know, I love the top tributes. You know, you know me. I'm a traditional guy all day long, but I do respect the contemporary people that's doing it. But spread the music out. I got plenty of albums from a lot of people that needs to be played. <laughs> and they got great music, and you just looking over it, and you know that's why I like that TC and Kevin James and Mr. Hers. We all have our own stations where we can play what we want to play, and let the people you know enjoy what's not being played. 
you know, internet, I don't care what nobody's saying. Our internet don't have no power. I, I, I wish I was there too, Mr. Hearns. I mean, you be up there telling these people off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, internet is where it's at, man. It's where it's at. And I mean, you know, everybody might as well get ready. Like you said, Mr. Hearns, it's, it's going coming that way, ain't it? <laughs> it's coming it that way. It, it is. It's well, digital. Everything's going to be digital, you know. You know, the people were tripped out. Did you see the news? You see the news today? Um, On the news today, people were tripped out because they saw a car. They saw a car in Arlington, Virginia, driving itself. Yeah. They didn't see no no drive. They didn't see no driving the car. So the people, so the people start calling the cops and calling the police. (laughs) But in Virginia, you know, the law says you can do that. So they couldn't right. see the driver, but they said the driver was in the car. I guess he's in the back with the control or whatever, but there was nobody behind the steering wheel. This is where technology is going, believe it or not. And like with this, with these CDs and all of that, pretty soon they're going to become so small and compact that you'll have the, the you're going to have the video, all the songs, their life, their EPK, all that's going to be on 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 the little disc or whatever because they're going to be able to make it small you can get a usb drive that's you know 10 that that will hold 10 or 15 gigabytes of of data wow and online services is where it's going when when look when when the internet goes out when internet goes out people freak out yep I put it that way. Yep. When your internet service go out, you have a fit. I know I do because you know the, if the power go out or the internet go out, I'm like, I can't do nothing. Yeah, I can't do nothing. Everything's there. Right. I can't do nothing. And look, and you know what? They got you. They got you boxed in with your phone because why? Because you put your Wi-Fi password in your phone, so when you're at home, you can use your Wi-Fi for extra data. Now you gotta rely on the cell tower if it goes out. Yeah. Wow. The internet wow. is here to stay, man. You can't. It, there's no way. Like Kevin, Kevin. I don't know if Kevin's still on today, but when we was down at Union Station today. Kevin looked at his phone and he had an ad for the restaurant that we were sitting in. He said, "Well, how do they know I'm here?" <laughs> well, they tracking your phone. They check your phone. That's yep. Right. The locations. They ask you all the time. He got. He had the location on, so if he get lost or missing, they said, "Where's Kevin James?" They put him on the milk carton, and no way he left. No way he at. Remember the only way. The only way to find somebody was to put him on the milk carton. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. You don't have to do that no more. Now you could be going down the beltway. You see it on the screens. Hey, watch out for this car. You see it on your phone. Yep. Your, when the rain or the flood start comes, your phone starts beeping. Yep. Emergency, emergency. The phone tell you that a tornado is on the way. That device, you got the computer in your hand. Yeah. That's why, listen, and I know Arissi, being a uh, first lady, she can appreciate this. I know she's a pastor and everything. That's why God told Moses to use what you got in your hand. (laughs) He sure did. 
You just got your hand. Me and you know. Took me a little while, but I got it. She got, got it. it. She got it. Yeah, you, I'm with you on that. I was too. <laughs> that is hilarious. That's what he told us. That's what he told us. Isn't that what he told us? That's what he said. We, did, we did not know, but we did not know we would get to such a time as this. We did. So I can listen to whatever I want to listen to. I got tuned in. I can listen to AM. AM radio has never so- sounded so good on a cell phone. It sure hasn't. That's right. You got to understand what's happening here. That's why when the guy was telling Kevin, man, digital ain't going nowhere. Online ain't going nowhere. He's eating those words today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It's happening. Hey, TC. Yes. Hey, TC, I don't want to jump off. I definitely want to shoot this to Kevin and um, Mr. Hers. I was listening to, um, uh, I don't know everybody not be familiar. TC, I'm sure you might be familiar with um, Dr. Dre and Ed Love, they want MTV. Yep. Um, doing a, your MTV rap. Yep. And um, he was talking about how when he started the show and everything. But one thing that he mentioned was, he said that the FCC was not following what MCB was playing. And he was like, man, had I known that, I could have told people, hey, man, you know, or he would have, he said, I could have told Russell Simmons, man, hey, you don't pay me $2,000, $3,000. I'm not going to pay your artist on MTV. They were running the show, but he was saying that the FCC wasn't following. MTV when they was playing these videos. Wow. He said if they were they able had, to... They had, right. Go ahead, Mr. Go ahead. I, I told it to you. I, I mentioned it to you because I was like, wow. <laughs> they have no authority. They have no authority over cables. See, okay. MTV was on cables. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. MTV wasn't on regular TV. It's on cables. So they have no authority over cable. That's why cable TV shows they can be cussing, fussing, fighting, doing whatever they right. want to do on cable. FCC right. is only in charge of the, like the broadcast, the frequencies, and all that other stuff. Cable comes across the line. But now there are some right. cable just like comes across the satellite disk and all of that, too. Believe it or not, satellite radio is not regulated by the FCC. Mm-hmm. Right, right. That's why they can charge you a subscription fee. Okay. Okay. They're the only radio that can charge you a subscription fee because they are not regulated by FCC. The homeboy shopping network. Yeah. Yep. That's right. But the only thing what they only thing they can't they have to pay that royalty though because they're streaming, you know, and doing all this other stuff, but they're not regulated by the FCC. FCC has no power over them. FCC only has power over the people that they issue licenses to. That's it. Wow. wow. And on yeah. 2020, 2020, a lot of radio stations are coming up for their license renewal again. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah. you said that. And we said that years ago. Yes, years we did. ago, we said it on the basic foundation. I said, look. If you don't like what your radio station is doing, file an objection to the license, and everybody laughed. 
I said, okay, well, and then they got the license for eight years, and you can't do nothing for eight more years. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, the everything's up for renewal again in 2020. I think it was 2012 we talked about this. 2012, exactly. Yes, yeah. sir, it was. Mm-hmm. I think around about this time, too, if I'm not mistaken. Right around this time, because I was telling you that they renew the license and blocks. Yeah, you know, blocks. Like North Carolina, yeah. Virginia, and all yeah. that. It was all blocks and different blocks. And say, you don't like what the station is doing? That's why they try to be nice to you right around that license renewal time. After the renewal time is done, they back business as usual. That's so right. You, so can, it, can you take your record into it and they play it? I don't know. I don't know. Well, it remember remember there was a it was a uh, I forgot the name of it that they call it. Uh, remember there were certain stations that caught it got caught up in the payola thing, right. and they were and they were obligated to play two thousand hours of independent music, yeah, but nobody that. goes in and asks them for I remember that, too. I remember, wow. I remember, we dodged that wow. on the show, too. We said, all that, yeah, I remember all that, too. I remember all that, too. Yes, sir. We talked about yeah, all this they stuff. Were, uh, yeah, CBS Radio, mm-hmm. Ennis, uh, Clear Channel. Clear That's Channel. why Clear Channel changed the name, because they had too much negative stuff. Mm-hmm. Clear Channel, Ennis, City... City, Citadel, Ennis, Clear Channel, and CBS. All of them got caught up in the payola scam. Yeah, that's it. And they were, they had, yeah. that's when they came out with the article. Huh? What'd Who's you know? over Kirk Station? Who's over Kirk Station? Is it, you know, Kirk, you have, yeah, the Kirk Franklin on, on satellite. Mm-hmm. No, that's satellite. Nobody's over him. Serious. That's on Sirius XM. Right. He's not right. obligated I, to FCC. Okay. Yeah, because he anybody. I done heard him play. I mean, I don't heard him play some, some up-to-date quartet music. I was like, well, all oh, it is, man. he just, he just well, he just got his name on it. He ain't even programming the music. Right, yet. I know. Yeah, I, I understand that. Pat McKay, yeah, Pat McKay, Pat McKay is programming the music, and she, you know, she's just kind of difficult. But, oh, gotcha. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You know, I'm I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna do a basic foundation uh 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 Ben's day because I'm telling you I can play a lot of these shows and we, stuff we talking about now. We talked about that years ago, the Performance Rights Act. Uh, years ago, man, we talked about some everything, man. A lot of stuff was happening now. We talked about then, and we told everybody to watch out and beware. And they didn't listen to us. Yeah, we told them. Yeah. We told them. We said, look, go down. I told I told one guy I told one guy to call up the radio station and tell tell the announcer on the air, say, Hey, you call us to get some of that time from the up from the independent, you know, the two out two thousand hours a month and 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 they said and look and they said, Well, yeah, that's right. And but you know, a lot of artists we play are already independent on independent labels anyway. So we're meeting that goal. And they wouldn't even play the artists. They wouldn't even play the artists. See, so they, they they wouldn't even play the artists. Yep. See, so you know, it and and we're not and this is not this like I said, I love radio. But I'm just saying that you I'm just saying when you have those questions, man. 
like MTV and all them, like they're non-regulated. They're on mm -hmm. cable. Mm -hmm. That's why you see all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of people don't even want cable no more because it's just too much stuff. Yeah. Too much stuff, right. Right, right, right. right. BET, you leave your TV on and BET play overnight, you don't tell them what you may wake up and see. That's, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's so true. He said, hey, I thought they were showing the Stellar Wars. I thought they were showing the Stellar Wars all night. And wake up, whoa, what is that? <laughs> but you know what? I don't leave my station on BET because when they get late, they got that preacher on there that scares me out of my sleep. I'm like, damn, you turn this stuff on. You're in the camera. What you talking about? Which one? Which one are you talking Curry, about? Curry, Curry, Curry Thomas. I, I Curry Thomas, know. brother. I like my, my mother on school. You probably talking about Curry Thomas. Oh, my God. Yeah, my, my oh. wife almost got, she almost told me. I'm like, hey, turn that TV. What is that? <laughs> it's getting out of my sleep. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I gotta yeah. say, him and that, um, the other, the other white guy that I do not like listening to, and I'm Peter Pop off. off. It's probably Peter Pop off. Yeah. Yeah. Get him off my TV. <laughs> Get him off my TV. Wow. But you're right, Mr. Uh, you, I'm right. <laughs> Y'all have to. You don't tell what you may see. That's true. Um, right. Yeah, we, 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 I'm gonna have a basic foundation day. Any other questions? You got any other questions tonight, though? The artists are kind of quiet tonight. I know Richie's still there. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Richie, Richie been preaching. She was preaching tonight. We gotta give her an yeah, offer, offer yeah, play. She's preaching. Yeah, she's well, preaching. I'm, I, I'm listening. I I I think, I, I think it's very good. Yeah, I gave you the right. subject for. I gave you the subject. For next Sunday, use what you got in your hand. That's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. And you're right. Yes, everything is going to be in that telephone. I'm yeah. telling you, records, and you, you know, you can go, and you're right, in that cell phone, and it's in your hand. Yeah, you know what? They, they, they got the chip. They, you know, they got the chip. You know, you know people can drive up. They can drive up to their house and unlock their door before they get out the car with yeah, the cell phone. With the cell phone. You can start your car with the yeah. cell phone now. You know? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Turn on your alarm system in your house. Yep, from the cell phone. And see even who's in your house. From the cell phone. Because right. they have that. That's right. That's yeah. on there, too. Oh, my yeah, God. That's a good one, Mr. Harris. I, I, I have we to got remember that. Yeah, you got to remember that because we got to tell the truth. I got to tell the truth anyway. But yeah. you know, my wife called and said, Where you at? Oh, <laughs> 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 Turn on the locator. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you at, buddy. Now. She said, It will be an investigation. That's what she'll say. There will be an investigation. Yeah, wow. Where you at? I said, I'm over here at Staples. No, you're not. I'm not even going to Staples. Uh oh. I'd like to ask um, Mr. Harris a question. Sure. Uh, when you mentioned about uh, the gospel being chopped at the knees and whether gospel uh, artists or music is right now, um, what what do you think? Uh, or what do we have to do to 
bring the gospel back because, like you said, the gospel is the good news. Mm-hmm. And I think. Go ahead. And um, and I know we got a lot of contemporary. We got different types of of music, and that has meshed. Has has. Uh, why should I say it's, uh, the gospel has been meshed in? Uh, but me personally, it's, it's not it's not pure gospel, but, but there's a meshing in, and I guess um, uh, you know some people will say, well, as long as as long as there's a little gospel there uh, uh, mixed with this little bit here, a little dab of this, just put a little dab of gospel, and it's still gospel. Um, but I, but tonight you you differentiated between gospel, traditional. And contemporary, and you know those different categories. What what is gospel music? No, what I was saying was no, I no, I wasn't different showing a difference. I was saying that gospel no. music is broken down into so many sub sub layers, okay. and I was saying okay. that in gospel. You have traditional gospel, urban, contemporary mm-hmm. inspiration, and then you have, uh, <clears throat> you know, more hardcore quartet type music and so forth. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying. And the reason why I was saying that it was being chopped, it was being chopped off at the knees, is because mm-hmm. I don't think that a lot of gospel up and coming independent artists who have real diversity in music, I don't believe that they get a fair shot. And that's okay. what I'm saying. I think that I think that because and I, and I'll give you I'll give you an example. I was talking to um, a friend of mine. I was trying to get you know somebody that I have a radio relations with, and I was talking to them trying. He sent the music for them to consider the music. They say, "Oh yeah, I get so much music. I'll get to it. You know, I'll get to it." But then mm-hmm. when uh, Dietrich Hatton come to town, I see pictures all on Facebook where they're interviewing Dietrich Hatton and they're saying, hey, you know, he's going to be on my show or whatever. Well, that's because he just put a new record out. You see what I mean? So Mm -hmm. he can come in and walk ahead of 10 or 12 other people who have just as good a quality music or Mm -hmm. that's on the same par, but they get Mm -hmm. treated like second-class citizens. Now, if you are truly lovers of the gospel and the good news, Mm -hmm. then you're going to treat you're going to treat your sisters and brothers equally, you know, let them compete, let them compete on the merits of the Mm -hmm. music and the quality of the music that they're creating. That's what I was saying, that they cut them off at the knees, because let me ask you this, then a lot of times, a lot of times they say, like you said, sometimes you listen to music and some people may say, uh, that's not gospel music, or this not gospel music, mm-hmm. and so forth. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of artists out there that go and take scriptures directly out of the Bible and make songs right. out of it. Right, right. Okay? Now, right. do they send royalties to the King James Version? Do they send royalties? No. Do they pay the tithes? Do they pay more tithes and offerings, and so forth? Mm-hmm. No. They take the words out of the Bible and make a song. Fred Hammond right. had a hit. They that wait upon the Lord 
They'll renew their strength. They should mount up like eagles. You mount up, get the wings like eagles and run and not be worried. That was the whole song. Byron Cage came out. Byron Cage came out with a mega hit. Thou art a shield for me. That was in David. That's David. That was David. You see what I mean? So they grab all of this music. They grab all of these words out of the Bible and they copyright it and they make it the song, but they pay no royalties to them. You see what I mean? But because it's who they are, they get a pass. Pamela come along, Pam comes along and put out a song that, and she takes it out of the Bible. First thing they're going to say, oh, she got that out of the Bible. Well, you didn't tell Byron Cage that. You didn't tell Fred Hammond that. Right. That's real. That's real. Right. That's that's my point. That's mm-hmm. how they treat you different. Okay. That's that's okay. all I'm saying. Man. Okay. That's good okay. stuff. Yeah, you had any more questions? And that should be the question. T C yes. T C that should be a question that, that we could raise. Yeah. What how how do they get away with doing that? How public domain. Public domain. All I gotta do is sit here. The public, the Bible is public domain. Yes, in some in some way, in some cases, they they consider public okay, domain. Okay, so then I can go and print me up a thousand copies and sell the Bible myself, then, right? Hey, you, know, hey, you know, we know what a lot of people, a lot of people doing that now with uh, Bishop Jake's done it. You know, Morris Riddle got his own Bible. Hey, Henry Harris can well, have his own Bible I'll, too. Maybe, maybe I'll print me a thousand copies and get me a bicycle and put on a white shirt and a black tie and some glasses. And just go out and give them away. That's right. <laughs> like glasses. Yeah, put your glasses on and say, hey, look here. Look here, look here. Like, you know, here you go. Here we heard commentary right here. here, here. <laughs> no. She said, no. Please, and and she said, no, wow, no. Man. Please don't go there. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm just, but but you're right. You're right. That's true. A lot of them do take it. Take this, you know, say, Fair Half Philippians 413. Uh, I, I got a whole CD mm-hmm. with, with, with all the Psalms on there. I got a group called Colorblind. I put some Bible verses on my song. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. So everybody take does it. right out of the Bible. Yeah. Take it right out of the Bible. Yeah. It brings so value back to the word. It brings value back to the word, though. Who the royalty check with? Well, you, huh? It brings Nobody. value back to the Bible for the word of God, though. It brings value back to the word of God. Mm. It's out there. The gospel's getting out. Yeah, but who yeah. you split the royalty? Who you split the royalty check with? Though? Probably the wife, the <laughs> wife and the kids. <laughs> That's about it. That's real. Oh, yeah. The wife and the kids. I don't you no royalty check. Yeah, you split that. You split. You take it. Give it. Hey, baby, put that in the bank. That's what you tell her. What did? Uh, excuse me, Mister Harris. What did you say about the royalty check? I said, who did you split the royalty? I said, who you split the royalty check with? Okay. When you take. If I take a, if I take the words out of the Bible and turn it into a song, who right, right. I say right. it was the kids, the wife of the kids, man. You, you give it to the wife of the kids. Baby, put right. that check in there for me. Hey, go buy Junior some shoes. That's a good. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, oh my god. That's a good. The royalty check right there. The royalty check came home, brother. That's, that's what happened. check right there. I'm just saying it's just something to think about. This music thing is, you know, it's a mm-hmm. tough business. It's a tough industry, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you listen to music, a lot of it comes straight out of the Bible. Yeah, a lot of it does. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we aspire by. A lot of the songs come straight. 
Huh? That's because, because it's, you're inspired by it. That's the reason why it comes out of there and you, you write it. You know, that's why a lot of people, you know, incorporate it. Jermaine mentioned uh, Keith, Pr- Keith Pringle. Cre- uh, Keith mm-hmm. Pringle had a mega hit. Called Call Him Up. Call Him Up. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. the song that keeps, yeah, Call, call him, him Up. up. That's yeah. Jeremiah. Call him up. Yeah, isn't that Jeremiah? Uh, what is it? The, the telephone number of God. Jeremiah. Isn't Jeremiah? Ain't call me, I will answer. Yeah. Call Him Up. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, it's just interesting when you talk about music because the people who criticize you the most are the same people that actually take their words out of the Bible and, and don't realize yeah. what they're talking about. Because yeah. they don't That's know it. nothing. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's it. But you're so right yeah. about that. That's so true. It's been, man, it's been awesome. Value. I had to bring out value. I'm glad we, you start, stirred up some stirred up some, some, some conversation about it because I, I believe that we do have a chance to put value back to it. I I, I believe in it to, to the day I leave here, man, yeah. that, that we can bring value back to the gospel music, man. But it has to start with people learning the business to me. A lot of people still don't know, don't take time to learn the business and therefore they get swallowed up in this thing. <clears throat> and I think that's where, mm-hmm. again, that's where we have to go back to. A lot of people say, well, I'm tired of hearing about marketing. I'm tired of hearing about value. I'm tired of hearing about business. Well, if you tired to hear well, about it, yeah, you always get screwed. Exactly because the thing is, then some of the basic foundations that we try to bring out each time that we come on, because we want you to understand that all that takes that ministry is ministry. Don't get me wrong. Like like I said, ministry is business. Business is ministry. You gotta be about your father's business. But in the in the midst of being about your father's business, he gave us he gave us power to attain wealth. The Bible says as well. He also said, "Faith without works is dead." The word "works" in the Greek means corresponding action. So if you're not putting corresponding action with your faith. Then it's gonna be it's gonna be mm. not anyway, and God can't operate on nothing but faith. So He said, "For you know, hey, well, I don't, now I don't want to get to preaching and things like that, but it's just the truth. The thing is, you have to you have to put ah, you good, you good. You know, correspond to action with your faith, man. And that's that's what we have to understand with the, the business side. We have to we have to understand business. We can't let them buy screws on the financial because a, a laborer is worthy of his hire. And then at the same time, we have to understand too that ministry is the integral part of the gospel because that is the good news. So all of that is messed together to go ahead and put out a product that can minister to people and you can actually be financially secure because God, you know, wants us to be blessed as well. He don't want us to be impoverished at all. So we have to understand all that stuff ties in. Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> so that's you're, ab- the- you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I uh you know, I'm I'm glad that we're ending this call in, in, in total agreement. Yeah, because that's that's what we have to just do. And that's why I talk, I wanted to talk about value because like I said, I, I kept looking at uh that Shanice episode really got me last night, you know what I'm saying? Because she said, you know, she that was good. I mean she lost her house. She lost you know, said so they they the sheriff out her house said five minutes, her husband on the way to an audition and she's like, We gotta get out in five minutes and they gave us actually ten to get out. But through all that, God brought him through that. And even though she was doing you no know, pop music and stuff like that, she still had a foundation in the Lord. Because she never got what her right. foundation, her core was. So therefore, God brought her through all those things, and now she's back out there doing what she loved to do, which is music. And we have to understand, you know, God created music to, to praise Him, to, to bring honor to Him as well. You know what I'm saying? But there's different facets That's that He's it. broke down. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, that we can't forget about that. We look at the Song of Solomon, one of the most romantic books in the Bible. He called it the Song of and Solomon. I didn't, I didn't, and I didn't know. Well, I, I mean, I didn't know for years, but I know now that, you know, and I could be wrong in this, but I didn't know that 
even uh, Lucifer was the minister of music. Yes, he was. was considered he, the minister. Isaiah music. one. Yep. And yep. he was. Yeah, yep. he was considered the minister of music, but yep. he fell from grace. Yeah, he right. fell from grace, and and then so this was a question that I posed, and I, like I said, we, I don't want to always get into a religious discussion. But Let's do it. I'm like. Uh, you know, the question I always pose, he was a minister of music, so when he came, I guess he came, God asked him, hey, where you been? He said, I've been to and fro the earth. So did that mean that it all he had already been, the earth had already existed? Mm-hmm. Or where did he go? Well, I mean, I, I even go back to when you know, look at Isaiah 14, where he talked, God really cast him down because of his pride, pretty much. Because he right. was, it was all about him. That vanity. Down, he said, Where you been? He said, yeah. "Hey, I've been to and fro." In other words, in other words, God, I've been kicking it. You know, so I've been out here. I've been running the earth out here. I've been roaming this earth out here. And God, like, okay, since you want to roam the earth, I'm gonna give you your own kingdom, dog. Pretty much, just put it in slain terms, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. He's like, you, you want your own kingdom? I, I got yeah. one for you, but they won't be up here. That's what the Lord told him. That's why if we ain't careful, that's what he said. If we ain't careful, they're gonna be they're gonna have their own kingdom and they're gonna be shut out. That's right. So and, we right. just gotta be we gotta operate with integrity. Yes, sir. And, and, and do this thing true. right. Yep. That that is it. If we do this that, thing right, that's good. really it. If we do this thing right, we, we gotta do it right. As yeah. artists, the gospel artists, we gotta do it right. But the thing is, is got you got to take the, the wisdom that comes. A lot of people get prideful in that. Right. They just like Lucifer and getting that pride and don't want to receive nothing from nobody. And that's where that's what we lose because yeah. everybody yeah. it's too many chiefs and not enough Indians, and that's the problem. We have to understand Mm-mm. that we have to we have somebody got to be a chief, somebody got to be Indian. A great what the quote I always like to say that a great leader work themselves out of a job. If you're a great leader, you work yourself out of a job. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just right. the truth. That's what great leaders right. do. They don't, they don't have, they don't have to go ahead and pass mm-hmm. it on to somebody else. Once they the torch is passed, mm-hmm. somebody else can come on up, and we all can come up together. Like I said, the secular people do it all the time. One, well, they use the same principle: one, one plant, one water, but God gives the increase. So the thing is, is that it's the same thing. And look, I, I'm, I'm watering this thing, I'm planting. Now come on, bro, we got to all increase together because we come up together. And, that's, and, the, and the Republicans, the Republicans do it too. Look at look, yeah. they, he brought in all his buddies. He sure did. He brought in all his friends. He gave them jobs, and they already had money. He just gave them more money. More money. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. They we, already had money. Exactly. He said, huh, come on in. I'm gonna give you more. Yeah. And but I'm gonna take from them. I'm gonna take from them, but I'm gonna give you more. Right. Right. So the thing is, we can't just we can't make ourselves our own footstool, y'all. We that's what's been happening in gospel music for so long. Wrecking ourselves our own footstool because we're coming against each other instead of coming together, and that's what we have to do. And I think we can I do think it. We're gonna be all right. Yeah, we'll be I all think right. We're gonna be all right. I see a change. I think uh, I, I wanted to give some shout outs to uh, Rissy. Uh, her music is is she's been playing in Illinois and a couple of other places and. Mm-hmm. They like your songs up there, I see. Mm-hmm. Lady Lynn like your songs up in Champaign, Illinois. Thank you very much, Mr. Harris. That's love, man. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you're you moving, you know? Yes, it is. Well, I, I thank God for the um, the foundation call, and um, which I say is my class, and I thank God for my teachers. And I believe right. that um, the Lord has... Um, um, this is a platform for for um, for us to be here, and I do believe it was a divine call 
mm-hmm. you know, to be here. I really do. All of you all are different in your own ways, and I appreciate you all, including um, um, Mache. And um, it's just, it's, it's an awesome journey. And I just, I'm, I'm blessed to have you all. Thank you so much. Well, bless your bones, baby. Bless your bones, baby. Yes, bless you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all Where'd good. Where did Kevin go, man? Kevin, Kevin he disappeared. Where he, go, he disappeared, man. man. Hey, he did. Kevin showed him. No, the t- no, no not, okay. not, not tonight. But, uh, you know, the thing is, he disappeared. So I mean, he might have been on a call knowing him probably, you know, doing what he do. Oh, but, uh, okay. But uh, to any yeah, event, he, yeah, he's he, he's he, been his exec. Yeah, he yeah he's executive. You know, he he he's the chief executive and everything. So we had to let him exec. Yeah. <laughs> even, even I even I gotta check in with him. I gotta call in and report. Yeah, that's it. We he all do it. I do too. Out. Yeah, me too. I do the same now, that's thing. That's big right there. Yeah, he, yeah, we too. Yeah, <laughs> that's big right there. Yeah, he's exec. So we we had to check in see what's happening with him. But it, this was a great uh, call for talking about value tonight. And uh, like I said, we're going to actually make this available for everybody like we always do when we do the uh, the advertising on Facebook and, we, and things like that. So invite more people to come in. We have a lot of people listening on the air tonight, so thank you so much for listening by way of air. I hope we said something that sparked and inspired you and things like that. Even if you don't like it, we appreciate you anyway. So that's how it is right here. So, Rissy, since you've been preaching tonight, I'm going to ask you to give out your information first. Okay, I'm Arissa Taylor from South Florida. I have a new single that's out, single play, um, secret place. I'm sorry, single uh, secret place. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, you can find me on um, Facebook at Arissa Taylor. Um, you can check out my website at Arissa Taylor and follow me on Twitter at Arissa Taylor. And um, it's just awesome. Enjoy the call tonight. And once again, thank you very much. Jermaine Mickey, you're welcome. Uh, Jermaine Mickey, uh, you can catch me on all media um, media sites as Jermaine Mickey, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, music as well, you can find me on Jermaine Mickey on iTunes, Amazon. Uh, follow the station, WAJN 102.1. We have a quartet and a R&B station. So follow the station. God bless. Thanks, everybody. Mr. Harris? Hey, I'm uh, Henry Harris. Uh, I'm the administrator for the Excellence in Christian Music Academy program. I know I talk a lot, but, you know, I, I mean what I say most of the Good time. Good talk. So, the majority of the time. Uh, also, hey, believe it or not, my station, Spiracle One, is still up and running by itself. You know, we don't know what it's going to do, but, you know, at least it's here. Even if it's just me listening to it, I enjoy it. Um, Spiracle One, my... My email address is hharris at spiritco1.com, H-H-A-R-R-I-S-S-P-I-R-I-T-C-O, the number one.com. We have, we have a great event that's coming up October the 7th. I'm going to be rolling out the first flyer. we rolling out the first flyer pretty soon. I was supposed to do some of that work tonight, but... Uh, so we're going to roll out the first flyer. We October the 7th in Washington, D.C. at the Arc Theater which is 1901 Mississippi Avenue, Southeast, Washington, D.C., 2020. Uh, we will start at 6 o'clock, and we're going to have a great time. It's the Excellence in Christian Music Academy Concert Gala, where we bring out the senior citizens and we give them a concert night out. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, that, that part of what I do means a lot. I mean, I, I, like, I enjoy teaching people. 
but just supporting our senior citizens population mm-hmm. because they don't always get a chance to get out all the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so we just, we just get, you get our sponsors, the sponsor ticket don't cost them nothing. Uh, this doesn't cost the senior citizens anything. They get the free tickets. They come out and they're going to enjoy themselves. And I'm looking to see all of my ECMA folks here in Washington, D.C. on October the 7th. So that's it. That's what I got. That's awesome, man. I want to say congratulations on uh, ECMA. You've been doing that for a while now. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. But wait, there's wait, more. Wait, one minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's one more thing. There's one more thing. Uh-huh. I can't give it. I can't. I, somebody's going to tap me on the shoulder and say, you better mention it. But anyway, um, we're not going to get together on basic foundation until after my birthday. My birthday is Sunday, August the 13th. Yes, sir. Yeah, August the 13th. All right, birthday. Mr. Hayes. That's, Happy birthday. I mean, that's, you know, on that day, you know what? My, my Facebook page is locked down where you can't comment until I approve it or whatever. But I'm going to open up my page. Okay. All right. I'm going to open it up. I'm going to open it up to the world. Because yes, sir. please do. I'm going. <laughs> and we're going to celebrate because we're going out to the uh, African uh, the Afri- African festival with Tuluma Day. And we have, uh, you know, Joe and Salvation. Salvation Music Ministry is on that My Sunday. Boy. And also, yeah, uh, uh, Summer. Is singing on that, so we're gonna be up in Silver Spring mm-hmm. at the African Fest. All right, so that's, that's awesome. all I got. But just remember, <laughs> August the 13th, I'm gonna put my PayPal link on Facebook. I want everybody listening to this program. <laughs> I don't care what you think of me. I want you to send and become a partner. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you did a cash anyway. app, man. You gotta get a cash app, man. Cash app is faster. I got that too. I got yeah, we got to know about the cash app. Put the cash app the, out there. See, yeah, cash I app. Got the, I yeah. got the cash app. Okay, okay I'll, put, I'll put my cash app name out there. Yeah, that's what you do. That way people can, you know, can go ahead and get that, that, that 5 10 mind, $20 up there. Yeah, I don't mind cutting in the PayPal. I'm going to put my cash app out there. My cash app name is uh, Spirit Code 1 too, I believe. Okay. Yeah, I got it on here. Okay. So, right. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me of that, man. See, that's, that's love. That's what I'm saying. So next week, happy birthday, by the way, man. I know I'm going to talk to you before then, but happy birthday. Um, you yeah, know, I so appreciate it, man. We, we, may the Lord I bless you. It. I can't, I'm not going to tell my age, but I should be going down to Social Security Administration pretty soon. All right, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> TC, I don't want to forget to mention that uh, WAJM does play the Basic Foundation every morning at 9 a.m. So y'all can catch us, you know, this show right on my station as well. That's right. You know what? And like I said, I'm gonna be doing a Ben show uh, real quick on the station and on other stations where I'm gonna talk to Mr. Harris. I think we ought, I think we ought to go back and get some of the old shows and play it for people because it was a lot of great information that came out of those shows. Oh my goodness, that's so pertinent now. It's like it's like we was well, ahead of our yeah. time. It's like we was ahead of our time, and it's actually coming forth now. So I'm gonna go back and get some of those shows. I got, you know how many shows we've done, y'all? Yeah, I count them. Guess how many shows we've done within eleven uh, years? No, nah, no, not quite. But we at fifteen hundred right now. Fifteen hundred. Wow. Okay, that's wow. half. That's half. That's close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's close. We halfway there, but it's fifteen hundred. We done fifteen hundred shows, and um. I know half of those 
Yeah, yeah, they they classic, they classic. We'd have some controversy on the Basic Foundation show. We'd have some love on the Basic oh, Foundation yeah. show. We'd have some infighting. We'd yeah, have yeah, infighting. We'd yeah. have, have, <laughs> have some runaways. Yep, some Run runaways. Away <laughs> yep. Come back yet? Disgruntled. Yeah, you have some disgruntled oh, members. Man. It's all good, but hey, but all, but we still here after all that. So. I praise God for it, man. I thank God for all you guys as well. I'm TC, just let everybody know. Everybody know about me on WOGS. I want to give shouts out to, of course, Miss Shay Wilson and the Kindercut Radio family. We are actually live on her station as well. All right, Miss and, uh, and she's coming back soon. I haven't talked to her in a while. Yeah, she's been, yeah, she's been, she's been. talked to her in a while. She's doing all right? She's doing good. She's, you know, she's finishing out her schooling and stuff right now, but we're going to keep her lifted up in prayer. But uh, she's got the station going. She, you know, she's been busy, but she always think about us and reach out to us. And she wants to say hi to everybody. Let me tell y'all to hi, and she'll be back soon. So, you know, so Kendall Crunk in the bitter. Yeah, as well. Pam, did you want to say anything? You got anything you want want to add to us? I didn't forget about you. (laughs) Uh, Well, this is Pam, uh, upcoming uh, artist. Just keep me lifted up in prayer. Um, I'm from Florida, Washington Beach. And I enjoyed, um, I love the conversation. I love the interaction uh, uh, from the body of Christ. And I just, um, wise counseling. And thank God for wise counseling. So uh, that's that it. Amen. Well, we always thank you. See, you, you, I call you the enforcer. You be praying for us, see? And I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she, she praying for us. She the enforcer out here. She like, now look yeah. here, baby. Let me tell you something. I, I really, yeah. 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 Praying for you. For this whole project, and yeah. Mr. Harris, uh, you know his what he's got going. You know the senior citizen, and I just just you know for for just to be successful because it's it's the heart mm-hmm. for the people. Jesus came for the people, yes. and seemed like he right. has the heart for the people. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. keep him covered in that. Amen. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And un- and understand, and you're right. He had the heart for the people, and you and you know. I don't have. I'm not telling you nothing that you don't already know. He had the heart for the people, but when when they hung him on that cross, it basically yeah. took his life mm-hmm. with the tools of his trade. He was a carpenter. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a carpenter, right? Yeah. Right. So they used the nails. They, yeah. they used the nails, mm-hmm. they used the hammer, yeah. and they used the wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they used and they and they basically did a man with the tools of his own trade. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like yeah. just like this gospel thing with this music thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's Yeah, but look at the was, fruit that came yeah. from it. <laughs> That is correct, and that's the other the part that of came it. From it. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, so you're going to be yeah. persecuted, and you just realize yeah. what the outcome will be. Right? Yeah, the fruit is coming from it. It's going to come. Good that's things right. are coming. Come on, good man. things are coming out of it. Because if they had yeah. a took Barab- if they had a dead Barabbas, and we'd be lost. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's very true. Yeah. Right. That's good stuff. Okay. Well, go ahead. Yeah. He thought he he thought he was doing something, you know. Barabbas was yeah. partying high. He just didn't know. He just didn't yeah. realize. No, he didn't. Mm-mm-mm. Didn't know. That's good stuff, man. Yeah, I, I appreciate y'all being on here. I got the roll out, um, as always, okay. but 
But I love you, each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming on once again, and thank y'all for blessing us as always. And we're gonna be back. Uh, well, you know what, Mister Harris? I don't know. I might come back. We got that. I may have. I know I might have some. That's the reason why I said I might come back. We got that. Be on the lookout on Facebook. Let me. I let y'all know what I'm doing. But uh, if I if I do have okay. it, I let y'all know. If I don't have it, I let y'all know either way. But uh, God bless y'all. And okay. like I said we gonna we gonna replay this show tomorrow because I think it's awesome. And uh, y'all listen by way of air, you know, Kendall Crunk Radio fam. Thank y'all so much. Go to Mercedes' website, KendallCrunkRadio.com. Again, that's KendallCrunkRadio. That's with the ED.com. And uh, go ahead and avail yourself to listen. Shout out also uh, programming as well. So until next time, we out like shout. Love, peace, and hair grease. God bless y'all.